Hey there, English speakers, and welcome to another very special episode of the More Than English podcast. I am your host and teacher, Jesse, and it is my mission to help you, the intermediate and advanced level English speaker, break through your plateau and use English with greater confidence, clarity, and control so that you can create more opportunities, generate more income, and make a bigger impact with your career and your business. And that's what I want to talk to you about today, because if you have been studying English for years and years and years, and if you felt stuck in the same kind of level or at the same kind of English ability for years, and if you've memorized and learned and studied English, but you still kind of feel stuck, I want to help you with that today, because today I want to talk about the real secret to English fluency, what English fluency is, and how you can kind of break through And then I want to invite you to a very special workshop that we're doing at the time of recording this and posting this tomorrow, this Thursday. But even if you can't make it Thursday, I can send you the replay just to let me know. But what is the real secret of fluency? What is fluency and why do you still not feel fluent in certain situations even though you know grammar better than most native speakers, (laughs) let's face it. Even if you know hundreds of vocabulary words and phrasal verbs, but you can't use them. Why? What, What is that? Why does that happen and how do we overcome that, right? So I want to take you through a process, a three-step real process that, uh, that will help you understand what fluency is and why studying more English isn't necessarily the answer for how to overcome this, right? So let's take a look at this. So have you ever studied English in school, in university, even uh, for business English classes or whatever? And you maybe you bought a business English book to work through and it didn't work. And you signed up for a course and it didn't work. Or you signed up for academy classes or hired a private tutor and had conversation practice and, uh, and did exercises. But you still don't feel like you've really advanced. Well, this is very common. And here's the real thing. When you do these things, you're putting more information in what's called your logical mind. So today we're going to talk about two parts of our minds, two parts of our brains. So we're getting a little deep. So grab a pen, grab a paper. You may need to write some things down to think about today's concepts a little more deeply and let it sink in, right? So those things we have well first let's start over we have two parts of our minds right you're probably familiar with this we have our conscious mind and our conscious mind is 
you know, what we do when we think about something, when we solve a problem, when we, you know, are writing a list of things to do. Normally, when we think about thinking, in quotes, that's using our conscious mind, right? Our decision-making, our rational mind, our logical mind. These, this is the mind that we use when we study English, right? You're memorizing for an exam or you're trying to learn this new grammar form and practice it, right? That's all using our logical mind, our thinking mind, another way to say that, right? And it kind of makes sense. You want to use your thinking mind so you can think about this new language, right? And how to use it. The problem is, and I want you to know this, I want you to write this down. This is kind of, this is the key. Fluency in any language, in English, in Spanish, in French, in Chinese, in Korean, English or fluency does not come from the logical mind. Fluency does not come from the conscious mind. Fluency comes from the subconscious mind. So what is the subconscious mind? The subconscious mind is kind of the automatic mind, if that makes sense. It's the mind that produces 90 to 95% of our daily behavior from how you hold your hands to breathing and your muscle movement to habitual behaviors. You know, like, for example, if I ask you to make some coffee, you probably have a very specific way you do it that you don't even realize how you do it. And you and I probably make coffee a little differently, right? From how we take the scoop of coffee out to how we fill it up with water to how we turn on the stove, these little differences, we do a things a little bit differently, right? Because your habitual behavior, your body just does things because it's because of muscle memory. Muscle memory, you've done these things, you made coffee in your specific way, or you cook, you know, a certain dish in your specific way. You wake up in the morning and roll off the same side of the bed, uh, you go through the same morning routine. You go to the bathroom and look in the mirror. Or you brush your teeth in the same way. You put your pants on in the same way every day. And you don't think about it. Because that's your subconscious mind controlling that behavior. Okay, Jesse. Thank you. That's interesting. But what does that have to do with English fluency? Good question. That has everything to do with English fluency. Because have you ever done this? Have you ever asked a native speaker, maybe a native teacher or just a native speaker friend, you know, why why do you, do you say you're watching something on the TV and not in the TV? You know, or why, you know, what's correct? Do you say in the beach, at the beach, on the beach? Which one is correct? And then they might need to think about it and say, hmm, wait a minute, let me see. At the beach, we're going to the beach. We're sitting on the beach. We're sitting at the beach. And they kind of have to process it through, you know, their thinking mind. Why? Because 
when we speak our native language, we're speaking from our subconscious mind, right? We're not generally thinking about what we're going to say. Now here, sometimes you'll catch me (laughs) saying the wrong words. Sometimes you'll catch me having to think about exactly how I want to say what I want to say. And I'll bring those up. I'll highlight those for you because, because it's important. Because it's important to know that fluency does not mean perfection. But typically, in general conversation with our native languages, we say it without thinking. So why is that important? That's very important when learning another language because there are two ways to imprint. For example, there's one, right? To imprint something, a behavior in your subconscious mind. One is an intense emotional event. That's something that doesn't happen all the time, right? Like, for example, 9-11 changed you know, the lives of many people instantly in a country. (laughs) But the second way is intended repetition, right? Intended repetition, repetition with an intended outcome. So when you learn a new uh, expression, just learning it, just learning, memorizing a list doesn't work for actually using it in practice. You have to use it again and again and again and again and get it wrong and then correct and get it wrong and correct and then use it right and then repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat in real life situations. And when you do that, then it becomes a part of you. Right? So the biggest thing that we can do is to go deeper rather than to learn more and more grammar or to have more and more vocabulary or to have more and more guideless practice. Speaking partners are cool. They're good. They're useful. They're helpful. You connect with people. But unless you have intention, unless you know what you want to improve, unless you have an idea of what you want to implant in your subconscious mind, it will be almost for nothing because there's no intention behind it. Does that make sense? So uh, that's what we want to do. We want to be, number one, aware that the fact that learning more vocabulary and more grammar will not lead to fluency. uh, Sorry, it won't. So that's number one. Number two, understand that there are two parts of our mind and which part serves which purpose. And number three, do what you can to implant what you want into the subconscious mind. Sentence patterns. Ways of expressing yourself. Certain vocabulary words and word groups, more importantly. Word groups are powerful. Sentence patterns are powerful. Pick those up and start using them and making them yours. That's why I've developed the Eagle Method. The first part of the Eagle Method is understanding and raising your English self-image. Part two of the Eagle Method is 
hunting, what I call hunting your ideal language so that you can consume content, whether that's reading emails, whether that's even joining business meetings and taking language, using Netflix, using YouTube, using HBO, whatever, consuming content and hunting your ideal language, hunting your sentence patterns, hunting your vocabulary that sounds like you so that you can start to, part three, implant it into your subconscious mind. That's what makes the ego method so powerful. And I just told you what I do. So if you don't want to um, hire me and work with me, do it for yourself. But that's the process. That's the three-step process that makes permanent change and real change in your mind and in how you use English, how it comes out of your mouth. Because guaranteed, I guarantee you, you have a lot more English knowledge in your mind, in your conscious mind, in your logical mind, than you use subconsciously, right? So the question is how to get that from your conscious mind into your subconscious mind. And tomorrow in our workshop, there's a workshop breaking your plateau now. I'm going to give you a specific exercise that will help you become aware of your beliefs, that will help you become aware of your English self-image and becoming aware of it. You make the subconscious beliefs conscious. You become conscious of the subconscious and that way you can overcome them and replace negative self-image with a new powerful self-image. And but in one session, you will make a breakthrough. I guarantee it. It comes with a guarantee. And I'll tell you in the workshop, the specific guarantee. So, but you have to be there. <laughs> or at least see the replay. But thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me. I trust that this was powerful. We went deep, right? We went deep in this one. And I trust that it was powerful. I hope that it was powerful. And if you have to go back and listen to it again to really get the concepts and to apply it in your life and look at your journey, see what resonates with you. And with that, I thank you. I've had it with you. I am finished in under 15 minutes. If you want, join our Facebook group. Uh, English Speaking Mastery for Business and Life. The English Mastery Lab is taking members. So feel free to ask me about the English Mastery Lab and how to join that. We are accepting members. And of course, book a call. Let's talk about your specific journey. And uh, thank you. Keep teaching. Keep learning. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time.